I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can subscribe for free at iTunes, and you can also check them out at HeidiHarris.com where I post them. And you can hear my live radio show weekdays, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. at 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. Before we get into my little conversation today about social media and how to keep it polite, let's take a second to hear from one of my favorite people, a sponsor of our show, Donna Francavilla. The Heidi Harris Podcast is heard by tens of thousands of listeners because she's sassy, funny, and lovable. If you'd like to place your message on the podcast, I'll help you get started. I'm Donna Francavilla, owner of Frankly Speaking Communications. I'll voice your message for you for just $100, recorded, edited, and submitted as a special offering. Let me help you tell your story. Write to me at DonnasNiceVoice.com. That's DonnasNiceVoice.com. Let's talk a little bit about social media. Everybody is these days. Everyone's talking about how nasty the world has gotten, and it really isn't nastier. It's just that we all seem to hear about every little thing that somebody does anywhere in the country. Anytime somebody has an eruption at a party or a wedding or anything, we hear about it or see it on video or something like that. So it just seems like it's worse because we're aware of more evil and that kind of thing. A lot of people say that Twitter is nothing but a sewer. I would disagree with that. I think there is a lot of garbage on Twitter, a lot of anonymity on Twitter that allows people to be really nasty. But you can take control of it. First of all, you can just not engage these people, which I don't do. If I don't know who you are and you're just some troll who hates me, I don't engage with it. It's not that I can't take criticism, because I certainly can, and I have taken criticism on Twitter, especially when I used to do a lot of cable TV appearances. It was terrible what they would say to me on Twitter. But I can take it. I'm tough if you don't like it, then get out of the business I'm in. But you can keep it polite. You don't have to engage with these people. You don't have to give them attention. And a lot of people who are on social media are just kids who never got enough attention as children. Honestly, that's what it comes down to. They just want to poke at you so they can try to get some of your time. Understand that time is one of the most valuable things we have, and you won't get any more of it back. What you did today is gone forever, and you don't know if you have tomorrow. So why would you spend it engaging with some kind of a troll? So I don't bother with that. Now, when it comes to Facebook, a lot of people are getting nastier on Facebook, and people say it's more divisive than ever, and they've lost friends as a result of the election and things like that. I have a page, Heidi Harris Show, Facebook page, for my fans, and that's a page where we come together and have conversations about various issues. I post stories, and the reason I post them on Facebook as opposed to my personal website, HeidiHarris.com, is because I like the interaction. Now, if I post a story at HeidiHarris.com, you can make comments about the story, but it's not quite as visible as Facebook. And I like the fact that Facebook listeners can interact with each other and everybody sees what everybody's saying, and it's fun. Because to me, being a talk show host is all about engagement. It's not about me sitting on the radio and giving you a lecture. I'm smarter than you are. I know everything in the world, and I know hosts who are like that. That's not what it's about. I'm just trying to make the community and the world a better place, and most of you are too. So that's why I like Facebook, because we can engage with each other and discuss things, and you educate me about things, and we pass ideas around, and that's what it's all about. But there are people I have blocked from my Facebook page on many occasions. I block anybody who's racist, anybody who's anti-Semitic, anybody who insults my listeners, and even people who insult me. Now, I don't mind you disagreeing with me, but if you're just getting on my Facebook page to basically throw up all over it, everything you say is nasty, you're negative about everything, what that tells me is you have serious problems. And not because you don't agree with me, but because you are on somebody's page that you don't agree with. 
And I don't understand it because there are a lot of people in media I don't agree with or whose show I would never watch or listen to. Somebody told me about a podcast the other day. I'm not going to mention the host, but a friend of mine said, oh, you need to listen to so-and-so. And then I saw somebody else had recommended it. And I said, okay. I listened to five minutes of the podcast and I was ready to slit my wrists. It was right-wing talking point stuff. And I thought, no wonder this guy's not on commercial radio. It was just horrible, horrible. It wasn't that the guy didn't have any personality or couldn't conduct himself in a podcast. He could. But it was all right-wing talking points crap that I already know. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to sit and listen to an hour of this Drudge Report stuff? No, I'm not. But... Would I badmouth him? Would I troll him? Would I send him nasty things on Twitter or Facebook or criticize him? Absolutely not. I just deleted that podcast from my podcast app and I will never listen to it again because I know it's going to be the same talking point stuff every single time. I'm just not going to do it. And so I don't bother with people though. I don't go after them. He has every right if he wants to do a podcast and clearly there are people who want to hear what he's got to say. God bless him. But when somebody gets on my Facebook page or anybody's Facebook page or Twitter page or anything like that, and they're just trolling and they're just nasty and you know they don't like you or they don't even know who you are or what you stand for, and they're just there to put nasty stuff out, it tells me they have no life. I mean, it's actually kind of pathetic when you think about it, that they would take time out of their life when they hate me or hate my listeners to actually get on my Facebook page or seek me out you know, if they see me on TV or something like that, seek me out and then find my page to say nasty stuff. Really? I don't have that much time in my life. You have that much time? Then I suggest you come and detail my car. Seriously. But it tells me something a little bit more about you. What it tells me is that you don't have a meaningful life and you don't have time that you spend doing meaningful things. So I'm not going to have you on my page or engage you in any way. And so these are the kind of things that you have to eliminate if you want to have a social media presence that actually is, I don't know, something that redeems people, something that encourages people, enlightens people. And listen, I... Lord knows, if you're on my Facebook page, Heidi Harris Show Facebook page, I put plenty of snarky stuff up there. But that's because I'm trying to keep things real and I'm trying to talk about what matters to you. As a community, as a conservative, as a Christian, depending on the topic, I like to talk about things that matter. And yes, I get snarky and sarcastic. That's how I am. And I know that there are people who will say that if you're a Christian, a real Christian, you're not sarcastic. Well, you know what? I'm no biblical expert, but there was plenty of sarcasm by certain people in the Bible. So I think I'm pretty much in the clear there. Anyway, if you want to have meaningful conversations, if you want to elevate the conversation, if you want to elevate what people hear about, what they learn about, how they interact with each other, then you know what? You can do it on social media and limit what people do. It's very simple to do. And I know more and more people are stuck on social media and they're ignoring their kids, they're ignoring their pets, they're ignoring everybody else to stare into their phone. I had a friend the other day who popped in on my Facebook page on a Sunday morning and I was trying to get things done for work because obviously Monday morning I've got a show to do and I want to catch up on the news Sunday morning and then Sunday night I've got church and things like that. So I was trying to get ahead of it. But I was on Facebook posting stories for the day because on your show page you can time them. You can put three or four stories up that will go throughout the day. So I was doing all that. And she kept trying to engage me. What about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? And I, I finally said to her, I don't have time for this. The fact the fact that I'm on Facebook doesn't mean that I have time to BS with you about your instant messaging. I don't have time. 
And you don't want to be rude to somebody, but I finally said to her and I, later on, I said, I'm sorry if I sounded short with you, but I'm working. I mean, it, the fact that somebody's little green light is on on Facebook doesn't mean they want to spend time chatting with you. There are a lot of people I know on Facebook who are doing it professionally. And if it weren't for my job, I don't know that I'd even bother being on Facebook because, you know, there's just other stuff to do with your life. I find that I'm messaging friends much less. I'm checking people's pages much less than I used to do. I just get on for my show page and that's it pretty much. And I don't find it to be as useful as I used to or as time sucking as I used to because I don't allow it to suck my time. That's what it comes down to. And so anytime you have anything like this, Facebook or Twitter, or I'm not on Instagram, I mean, I'm on it, but I don't ever use it because I'm not that in love with myself. And to me, the only thing Instagram is for is, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm not on Instagram or I don't bother with it anyway. There's only so much you can do with your life and you need to be able to sit down, read a book, get away from all this kind of stuff, get away from social media. And there's more and more research being done about how many times people check their phones. For example, they were saying uh, in a story I read the other day, people check their phones 150 times a day. And then I read a story that talked about an app that you could put on your phone that would tell you how much time you spend on various things. And I thought, oh, that's pretty interesting. So I downloaded this app because it was recommended by some kind of tech site. And then I realized that this app wanted to track everywhere I went. Why do you want to track everywhere I go? I thought you just wanted to track how much time I spend on social media. So I immediately deleted it and didn't use it at all. What are you kidding me? How many people have put that app on their phone that tracks them? And I know there are other apps that can track you too, and I get all of that. And I think we should all be aware of how much time we spend on social media. And for people like me, you've got a built-in excuse. But for other people, really, do you really have to spend that much time flipping through somebody's vacation photos and being jealous because they went somewhere you didn't or because they look better than you do or because they lost weight and you didn't or because their kids are doing better than yours? You don't know. And the bottom line is Facebook is nothing but a highlight reel. One of my former producers used to say that. It was a great expression. It is a highlight reel. Nobody puts the bad stuff on Facebook. Nobody puts pictures of their kids when they've had a terrible day and the kid's on their last nerve and they're looking up child sacrifice in the Bible trying to find out if it's biblical. Nobody puts that on Facebook. They just put the big toothy grin. Oh, it's all happy. Everything's great. Life is good. That's not the way the real world works. But Facebook doesn't tell you the truth about anything. It doesn't tell you the truth about people's lives. It doesn't tell you the truth about what's really going on in the world. I know that a lot of people, I don't know why, but a lot of people seem to look to Facebook for news. Now, I post news stories on Facebook, but I would hope that if you're on my Facebook page, you spend a lot of time looking at other sources of news other than what I put on. I look at a lot of sources, so I try to put a variety of stuff up there. But I would hope that you avail yourself of other sources of news. I would hope that you don't get up in the morning and get on Facebook and look at whatever's trending and decide that that's what the news is because Facebook has all kinds of ways of altering that that have nothing to do with reality and nothing to do with what really is either being talked about in the world or what's really important in the world. Like, I don't care about celebrity news. I don't care about Kim Kardashian and all these idiots. I don't care about these people at all. And that kind of stuff will be trending because there are a lot of vacuous people on Facebook who do care about these folks. And so as long as they're out there and they're screwing up the algorithm, of course it's trending for them because they have no life and they want to wrap themselves around what the latest celebrity news is. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
all these various social media things are what you make of them. Like anything else in life, you can make your life meaningful or not. You can make your Facebook meaningful or not. You can make your Twitter, Instagram, whatever meaningful, and you can make it positive or snarky at times, but you can make it meaningful or you can go right into the sewer with other people. And ultimately, it can be an amazing tool, or it can be used incorrectly like anything else in the world, like food, like sex, like anything else in the world. It can be misused. Hey, there's a breaking piece of news. (laughs) Join me for my live radio broadcast on 670 AM KMZQ, weekday mornings 8 to 10 in Las Vegas. And of course, you can subscribe at iTunes Heidi Harris Show for free. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. (laughs) 